Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting, Steve, Nick. Oh, we're coming out of lockdown slowly, aren't we? I mean, I wouldn't say coming out. I mean, I'd say we're 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 slightly less locked down. We're heading towards the fifteenth of June when the shops open and people are back at work. Lots of people are just saying sod it. I'm Other people have been it. saying that for ages. I'll drive to like Durham and go to a castle, that sort of thing. <laughs> so like, I, it's kind of I like the, the the seriousness of lockdown is kind of being um, it's it's kind of ending there. Yeah. So um, we're sort of getting to the end of it. So um, anyway. In some countries, they finished lockdown a bit earlier, right? Yeah. So in Switzerland, for instance, lockdown ended on the 11th of May. People are looking now for second waves. Is yeah. there going to be a second wave? Is there going to be a second wave? Well, with There's no sign of second waves in any of these countries yet. We're on now the 28th of May. There's no sign at all? No sign at all. No. If you look at but, the COVID was, cases, was Switzerland particularly hard hit with COVID? Um, they had, no, they had like 2,000 cases, something like that. Okay. So in the big and countries, in Germany as well. Germany okay. is similar, but they they came out a little bit later. So mm. so but people are and so people are sort of reflecting on this and thinking, well, when when will we start to see a second peak? And it's thought to be anywhere between four and eight weeks after lockdown ends. And that just because it takes some time for the virus to kind of reinfect people and I think so to sort of get get above a certain threshold for 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 you know significant enough number of people for it to start being recorded on the figures. Anyway, I was thinking, well, what what is like people talk about viruses and second waves and, you know, we're getting into the summer now and you've heard mm. this phrase of seasonality and all the rest of it. Yeah. So like right. the, fl the flu is seasonal, right? Yeah. Flu is seasonal. Do you know why? Um, well, I know they don't have seasonal flus in like more in tropical climates in the way we do in more temperate climates. Um, but I don't know. No, no. Why is it? I'm not sure that's well. There are several hypotheses which have been put forward. One is that um, it's climatic um, conditions, so low it levels. Gets, it gets cold. Yeah, yeah, it gets cold, or um, some viruses survive better in dry, um, cold conditions and things it, like that. Is it also, also the sun and things like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah vit people mentioned vitamin D and things like that. Lower levels of vitamin D. The second one, but also UV light from the sun kills the virus, right? Or kills some viruses. So one might imagine in the summer if there's more sun. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So meteorological factors, so things like temperature, humidity, UV light, all that right. sort of thing can can change virus transmission and all the rest of it. So the first one is kind of like our body, how our body reacts to the seasons and how that affects our ability to fight the virus. Second one is how the, the climatic conditions actually affect the virus itself. Mm -hmm. And the third is behavioural changes on transmission, like more people being inside, closer to other people, more people spending time indoors. But no one really knows, right? It's interesting. There's not mm -hmm. really a well-known... Do, do you get those like review papers where people are just wildly speculating because no one really knows? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then it all comes down to epidemiology. And as we know, all epidemiology is now bunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can just fire the entire world's uh, collection of epidemiologists because they clearly didn't help, did they? <laughs> Useless. <laughs> well, they do. T I think the problem with epidemiology and the models that they use is there's no control groups. But in in like good epidemiology, you usually have some kind of control group, don't you? You can compare it with something else. 
So that's the. But anyway, that's a different discussion. <laughs> measles. <laughs> measles. A, measles. Another nugget. Yeah, measles is a good example as well. So pre-vaccination for measles, you'd always get um, autumn uh, epidemics of measles. And that's because people are going back to school and mm -hmm. kids are mingling at school. So you get transmissions. But you also got a periodicity. So it happened every three years. You'd get sort of three-year resurgences of measles outbreak. And that's because you, like get the, like the Olympics. Of, you get a new batch of people, new batch of kids ah, who have no immunity. So then you get sufficient people to no, have sort of no. playground for the virus. I'm not having that. There's new kids every year. Why every three years? I think it's because you get a certain volume of people, so the percentage of people who haven't been exposed starts to reach a threshold by which there's enough fertile ground for the uh, virus to take hold. So there's, a, there's enough food for there's the enough, virus to eat. The playground by that I mean, enough, um, the, plague, the virus's playground becomes big enough for li it to Literally grow. and figuratively, yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting. I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen. I think it's kind of, this is more of a kind of watch this space thing. So mm. you know, lockdowns are ending in different countries. We should start to see if we're going what to see think, anything. Nick? You think I it's coming back? I don't think? feel qualified to talk on this. <laughs> my, my sense is from the data so far, there's, there's other things at play here as well. Um, some people think there may be um, uh, cross-reactivity. Uh, so people have their own immunity based on other coronaviruses that they get. So we may have more immunity to it than, than we think. And then thirdly, people may be um you know keeping those social distancing measures in place in a sort of more informal way so even though we don't have proper you know lockdown we've still got quite a high element of social distancing mm. so all of those sort of three things combined I, I think weight puts the weight in favor of not seeing a second peak so i'm i'm a, i'm probably more sanguine I'm, I'm thinking it's unlikely to be a second peak because of those three different things i mean famously the spanish flu the second wave was much larger than the first, wasn't it? Yeah, in the winter. Yeah, it was in the winter, and that and a lot of influenza in influenza viruses in particular, they they have a high degree of seasonality, um, and and again, people don't really know why why that's the case. It comes down to those three reasons we mentioned before. But mentioned. well, there you go. Watch this space. Mm -hmm.